welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world right now, I want to send so much love and gratitude for you tuning in. Wherever you are in the world, I invite you just to take a moment to just pause and slow down and maybe even stop whatever you're doing just for a brief moment so that you can become present with me right here, right now, maybe even tuning into your breath, just taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. What I'd like to talk about today is something really powerful and it has to do with slowing down. It has to do with becoming aware, setting an intention, moving from the head to the heart, moving from the I need to know, from oftentimes a place that is rooted in scarcity and fear because the mind often fears. If it does not know, if it cannot understand, it creates fear. And this fear often unconsciously trickles into our lives, into our relationships, into the structure that we build. And oftentimes without us knowing, we are self-sabotaging. We are creating this restricted way of living and, and embodying what we are capable of as human beings on this earth. And so one of the most powerful things that anyone can ever do, no matter where you're at, no matter if you believe in spirit or the universe or woo, or if you're incredibly scientific and logical, we all know that where your attention goes, energy flows. And so one of the most powerful things that any human being can do in any place in their lives is take a moment to pause. Take a moment to slow down and ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? So I ask you here right now on this live stream, on this podcast, why are you listening to this? What, what is it that asked you to tune into this episode? And are you fully present with the message that you asked for? The message that you're about to receive? So in this podcast, I want to really talk about moving from the head to the heart and the power of setting intentions versus setting goals. We have lived for some time now in a very mind-centric, logical society where we need to make sure that there is structure and form and things need to make sense. Otherwise, if we can't make sense of it, oftentimes, as far as science goes, we deem that it is unreal or that um, it may not be true. 
Whereas I believe as we're moving into the next level of our being, the next level of our capacity, we begin to truly understand what's possible. And it's so far beyond our comprehension. It's so far beyond what the mind can understand right here, right now. Because the mind can only begin to perceive that which has been lived before. And it can broadcast expectations into the future based upon that which has been experienced in the past. And so often we get stuck because we're only creating our future based upon what we've experienced or what we've already known. And I believe that as we continue to expand and begin to tap into our unlimited possibilities that each and every single one of us has, I think it's really powerful to begin to bring awareness to a different model or a different way of living, which instead of being rooted in the mind, it becomes rooted in the heart. And there are so many different ways that I can share this information with you today, but I'd like to start with just this idea of setting an intention versus setting a goal. I'd like to kind of differentiate between the two because in my practice, in my personal practice and also my practice with my clients and my students, I really emphasize a lot of this, moving from the mind to the heart and moving away from goals and into intentions. Because here's the thing, a goal has a beginning, a middle, and an end. It is defined. It is isolated. It is a point of focus. That once you achieve that goal, you can, you know, decide if you've been successful or unsuccessful depending upon your achievement of this goal. And goals can be really helpful, right? Goals can help us to create bars of achievement and push for success and create discipline. And I don't think that there is anything wrong and I, and I don't believe that we should not have goals. However, I do believe that as we continue to expand and as we continue to want to move beyond what we believe we're capable of, because I believe that we are so much more capable of things than we could ever even imagine. I believe that moving away from goals and more towards setting intentions can help us to expand beyond our, um, our, into our unlimited potential. And so goal is very masculine, right? When you think about goals, you think about numbers, you think about focus, you think about direction, whereas setting an intention is a lot more formless. It's a lot more expansive. And it's oftentimes rooted in the feminine energy, the creative energy, the formless, the soft. So to give you an example, uh, right now I've just taken a group of students on a, a spiritual journey to India. And um, India never works the way that you think it's going to. And that's really the magic of her. She's known as Mother India because it really is this beautiful, creative energy that is held here by the people and the land itself and nothing ever goes the way you think it's going to go and if you come here thinking that you are going to force things and make things happen you're going to be in for a very challenging experience however if you come here and you just set an intention i want to feel connected i want to feel inspired i want to feel um love i want to feel right if you set the intention 
without having an expectation of what that thing, what your intention needs to look like in order for it to be achieved or to be successful, then all of a sudden you've opened up a doorway to unlimited possibilities to which you can be met in ways that your mind would have never even dreamt possible. And I believe, not only from my own experience, but from watching my clients and my students grow, that this is possible in a lot of different ways. So often we get so caught up in the mind and the story of the mind of what we think we should have or what we think we need or what we think we want. And it's not really we set these goals because of what we think that thing will bring us. It's not about the thing itself. It's not about the relationship that you want. It's what you think the relationship will bring you. If you are feeling alone or disconnected or or. Um, you know, if you let's just take that. If you're feeling alone or disconnected and you think that I need to have a relationship because that's going to make me feel connected and um, a part of something, you know, bigger, that is a very dangerous expectation to have. That's a very dangerous goal to have because you're putting a lot of pressure on something or someone else to fulfill needs within you that you aren't meeting yourself. And this could be the same for a job. It could be the same for where you're living. It could be the same for anything. When we set these goals or these expectations of what we think these, what we need to achieve or what we need to have because we think that this thing is going to bring us a certain thing, not only is that dangerous because we have the ability to be let down, but also it's limiting us. And that's really what I want to talk about today is the limitations that oftentimes goals can have. Because if I have my mind set on a goal, let's say a number in my business, for instance, and I'm working so hard to achieve that number, oftentimes I can get so caught up, let's say, in that desire to have that thing because what I think that thing will bring me that I'm not taking in the experience that I'm having that's taking me to the place that ultimately I will end up with regardless of what I think or where I think I should be or what I think I should have. And that's where we become dissatisfied in life. That's where we become disconnected from what we really are here to feel and experience and tap into. And so when we can move beyond our ego self, the comparison of others, the comparison of ourselves, the comparison, the competition, and we can move into our heart space. We can move into this place of expansiveness. We then can begin to tap into our unlimited potential and begin to call in experiences that we could have never even dreamed possible by our mind. And I think this is really important because no matter where you are, no matter how you're feeling, if you're feeling disconnected from your body, from your life, from your job, from your career, from your purpose, which is a lot of the work that I do is helping people reconnect to their life's purpose. Because so often we've gotten lost, we've gotten so caught up in the need to achieve based upon others that we've forgotten to feel into what it is that our soul is asking. And that's what can create isolation and disconnection and 
lack of self-love. So when moving from the head to the heart, number one, it begins by slowing down, as I asked you to do in the beginning of this podcast. And if you are multitasking in this podcast, which I often do when I listen to podcasts, I invite you to stop and or pick this podcast up at a time that you have the time and space to give to it. Because one of the most important ways to begin to tap into an expansive part of our being is to begin to feel, to begin to get out of our minds and into our bodies and into our hearts and really start to feel what it is and how it is that we want to feel each and every day, how we want to wake up. How we want to feel when we go about our days, when we connect with our partners, when we have a, engagements with our community. How do you want to feel? And if some of the words, start to put some words to that. I want to feel connection. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel excited. I want to feel passion. I want to feel X, Y, or Z. How it is that you want to wake up every day and feel. I want to feel energized. I want to feel happy. I want to feel like I'm in love. And then you start to think about, okay, once you start to create all these feelings and you start to embody them, don't just think about them, but embody them. What does happiness feel like to you? Because what happiness feels like to you may be different than your neighbor. Happiness feels like being light, being connected to my body, being inspired by what's around me, being, you know, there's, so, there's a story. Create a story around what happiness feels like so that you can become clear on what it is you're wanting to call in. Because here's the thing, if you are not clear, then you cannot get what it is that you desire. If you are not clear with the universe, the universe will not be able to give you because it doesn't know. It doesn't know what you want. It doesn't know what you need. So the only way to become clear is to start to create this dialogue of what it is you are seeking. And from that, begin to know what that looks like. And then from that place, let go of expectations. Start getting into the space of embodying that which you desire right here, right now. And start looking for those feelings and those attributes and those, those expressions of life that already exist here and now. Set an intention for your day each and every day. I want to wake up today and feel inspired by life. And you have no idea. Maybe that inspiration won't come from your job. Maybe it will come from being the witness to the person on the subway to the experience of human life. Maybe it will come from looking at the kids playing on the playground and being inspired by their vitality and their passion and their connection to one another. But if we put this expectation of what happiness looks like, me making X amount of money in my job, and then I reach that and I'm still unsatisfied and I'm still unhappy, there's where our biggest issue lies. And so in this journey of moving from the head to the heart, it's really about letting go. 
It's about letting go of your expectations. It's about letting go of your ideas of what you think life will bring you. And start to truly begin to create the space for life to co-create with you based upon the feelings and the clarity, setting intention. This is how I want to feel. I intend to create inspiration in my life. I intend to reconnect to my passion. And then with that open mind and that open point of view, begin to see what's possible. And I'll give you a very concrete example because I realize that a lot of this might be kind of hard to digest. <clears throat> For instance, as I took this group to India, and we're on our last night tonight, and I said to all of them, set an intention. Because if you set a goal or you set, you know, what you want, what you want and what you need are oftentimes two very different things. Wanting moves from the ego often. And just trust that when you set your intention that you will get what you need. That sometimes what you think you need and what you really need are two very different things. Same thing with, what you're, with your wants, right? What you think you want and what you really want are two different things. You get into a relationship, you think you wanted that relationship, they show you characteristics and attributes that you didn't expect and you realize that you didn't really want that after all. So as I was embarking on this journey, I set an intention. And my intention was to be a leader and a guide for this experience so that my clients and my students can walk away feeling more fulfilled, more inspired, more connected. And I had no idea what our activities were going to be. I had no idea even where we were going to stay. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but again, I didn't set that expectation because if I, if I would have, I would have been very disappointed because it didn't end up happening. And yes, there were multiple, what some would have compared, considered bumps in the road, but for me, I just continued to let go and realize that I was being guided and that this wasn't about me and it wasn't about my experience. It was about the intention and knowing that the universe is guiding me, that I'm always being guided, that when I can get out of my own way and get out of my own ego, I can begin to realize that there's so much more that I am capable of. There's so much more that is going to unfold before us that if I get stuck into my own limited perception of what I think things need to look like or be like, I could miss out on all the opportunities that I couldn't have ever dreamed of. And that's truly what this experience has been. It's been far beyond my wildest imagination. And to be honest, I didn't have a lot of expectations because I was moving from my heart space. I, I was fully confident in myself and what I could bring to the table. And I was fully confident that whatever else needed to come forth would come forth naturally and organically on its own. And I will tell you that I have exceeded what I even imagined was possible. And I hope too that my students have as well and I believe that they have. So this journey from the head to the heart, I, I will tell you it doesn't often make sense. 
we were sitting at dinner last night and they asked me, you know, I talked about having the call. I oftentimes get the call. I get the call to go do something. I get the call to go to India. I've had this call multiple times. I get the call to go back home. And one of my clients, he said, what, what do you mean by getting the call? And I said, well, I've never really put this into words before, but it's really about a feeling. It makes no logical sense at all whatsoever. <laughs> and if I were to try to explain it logically, it, it wouldn't make any sense. And um, people would tell me who are living in the space of the mind, don't do that. You've built this business, you've built this structure, you're doing really well, blah, blah, blah. But I just get this feeling within my body that something needs to shift. And because I've spent so much time and continue to practice feeling into my body, I'm able to listen to these messages more and more. Any physical ailment or mental emotional ailment, especially like low energy and depression and stress, all of those are your signs that something is, is asking for you to, to shift it, that something is not in alignment. And so when I get these feelings within my body, instead of ignoring it and taking a pill or distracting myself with alcohol or booze or whatever, I really listen to it. And then from that space, I channel in and just begin to ask the universe, what is it that you're guiding me to? What is it that I need to listen to, to pay attention to? And it is in those spaces of always of contemplation, connection, and connection with the divine that I end up getting the call or this sign or the symbol to go somewhere to do something. And it never makes sense, but it always works out more than I could have ever been imagined. And that's exactly what happened on this trip. There was a lot of other things that logically made more sense, but my heart was speaking a different language. And over the years, I've continued to listen to that language and continued to create practices to tune out of the mind and tune into the heart. And I'm continually guided to places and experiences that I could have never even dreamed. And so I hope for all of you who are listening to this, you can take something with you. You can take, you know, a practice of even slowing down like we did in the beginning of this podcast. Take this practice of moving into feelings instead of into goals. And take this practice of beginning to listen to the internal messages that are always with us. It is a practice. It does take time. And it's truly one of the most powerful practices I have ever done in my life. And I hope to continue to share the tools with you all here on this podcast and, of course, with the growing community online that's forming both on Facebook and on Patreon and the men's group that will be happening of the group of brothers who are committed to their own personal growth and rewriting the story of what it means to be a man so that they can step into their own identity of how they want to show up in the world and for every other person who's on this path of self-growth and transformation I hope that I can be a vessel for you just provide a platform and a space for you to gather tools so that you can continue to tap into your unlimited potential and if this message resonates with you in any way I, I hope that you share this out I hope that you're inspired to help others in your circles learn about these tools so that we can all begin to rise up together and really begin to access what we are capable of here in this world 
So from the heartland of India, from the mother space, holy space of the Ganges River, my last night here, I thank you all. And I send you so much love no matter where you are in the world. From my heart to yours, Satnam and Namaste. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.